The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to Stefan Shabesta, the CEO of Send in Blue North America. They've got over 400 staff, five offices worldwide, one in India, France, Germany, USA, and Canada, and they're seeing 50% growth year over year. And just last Black Friday alone, on that very day, they sent more than 150 million emails. That's more emails than Kennedy sent this morning. That's madness. Uh, Today on The Eight Show, we are going to talk about how we, as a small personal brand, and that means you two, can actually compete with massive companies through email and why you actually have an unfair advantage over them. But when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're all alone with loads of questions about how this applies to you and how you can do it. So come and hang out in our free Facebook group, share what you're working on and get stuck into the training and resources that we have for you there. All you've got to do is open Facebook and look for the email marketing show community, great name, and you'll be able to find the group and just go ahead and join us. Yes, indeed. Okay, so he's just found a new affection a new affection for misshapen biscuits from his local shop. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he's eaten sausages twice today already. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Let's start the show. Robin Kennedy. So when you say you've eaten sausages twice today, do you mean you had a plate with two sausages on it? Or have you had two separate meals and both of them included sausages? I did have two separate meals that included sausages. And the thing is, we've got a sausage surplus in our house. Now, uh, <laughs> so... The wrong button on the website. <laughs> Basically, the sausages are going out to date today, so I was like, I'll whap them into a sandwich this morning. Sausage and mash for lunch. The email marketing show. The email marketing We don't talk about sausage nearly enough on this show, I don't think. <laughs> Hello, email marketing heroes. We are here every single week giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to be the email marketing hero of your own business using psychology-driven email marketing. This week's episode is sponsored by Response Suite. That's us, the survey, quiz, and application form tool that integrates directly with your marketing systems to make you more sales, segment your email subscribers, and do all sorts of marketing wizardry. If you want to take it for a 14-day trial, get it working in your business for just $1, head over to responsesuite.com. Now, Kennedy, it's time to chat to Stefan. Now, uh, I've got three statements I'm going to give you here. One of them is true. Two of them are just blatant lies. And your job is to deduce and detect which one of these things might be true. So no looking at his face in case he gives it away. So here's the three facts. Did Stefan used to have the same color hair as me? Does he live for Odd Socks Thursdays? Or has he watched the same film every New Year's Eve for the last 10 years? Which of those things is true? I don't think anybody else is crazy enough to have the same colour hair as you out of choice. I'm sure you're still doing it for a bet. Um, I think uh, Odd Socks Thursdays sounds good. I'll wear Odd Socks every single day. But I I reckon he's probably got some kind of tradition in his family where he's watched the same film every New Year's Eve for the past 10 years which one of those things is true stefan it's actually the the red hair no <laughs> so, <laughs> yes i am I, I, furious 
<laughs> your graduation, did you, right? Did you, used was, to, did you used to work as Ronald McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. No, I guess I was going through some rebellious years when I was younger. So for my graduation, I had a red mohawk. That is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Welcome to the show, Stefan. It's great to have you from Sending Blue. I know that you are. You guys are super busy and doing absolutely awesome stuff and really shaking up the world of email marketing platforms by just bringing loads of stuff together. And I know one of the things that a lot of us think about a lot is these massive companies who do like proper email marketing have these big advantages of big teams and all this clever email marketing stuff, but... We want to talk today about what are the sort of advantages we have as really small, micro, often personal brand type businesses. Like, do you think we've actually got a chance in the inbox these days or are we sort of fighting a losing battle? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I, I, I do think there are, you know, big opportunities even for, for small businesses out there, for, for micro um, businesses and solopreneurs. And like you said, it, it's all about being very, very personal. So, you know, you, you can, and you should really take advantage of that personal touch that you have being an owner of the company. If you send out your, your own emails, make sure that you put your name in the, from, um, make sure that you, you know, put a little picture of you in, in the footer of the email, make sure that you sign it yourself. And uh, that really gives a, a personal touch that the big players usually can't or it's very artificial. I think we, we've had an interesting shift in the world where like 10 years ago, you had micro businesses and solopreneurs were desperately trying to make themselves look and sound like they were an enormous company. So they would answer the telephone by saying, yes, we can help you with that when it's actually just you. And we can help you with that. And my assistant, which is just you, but with a different email address. I think everyone was trying to like create this full impression of being a massive company. And now actually the reverse has happened. Massive companies are now trying to create the perception of a personal brand and like a personal person at the front of it, right? Like you guys have got over 400 uh, employees, but for you, I mean, it's important you can fill us in on this, but it's important that there is a personal touch from you as a CEO, right? Exactly. I, I think it's, it's, it's key actually in order to compete with these big big companies like you said it's super hard because they have these dedicated teams you know they know all about marketing um and they have a lot of resources um but the good news is as a small business nowadays you have access to tools out there that are easy to use and give you almost the same possibilities um, that the big companies have so now it's your it's your task to, to use these tools and make it your own and really make it personal um, and, and talk through your own voice and, and maybe be a little quirky as well, right? If it, it should really reflect your personality. Uh, and if, if you can bring that personality into your emails, um, then you'll see a big impact on, on your performance and people will actually start loving your emails and they'll open it, they'll forward it to their friends, they will recommend your, your emails and your courses. So I think that's really key to, to stay true, authentic, and personal. 
That's really, really interesting. It's, it's quite interesting. You're in an interesting position in that you're in, you're quite a large company now. Obviously, you've grown 50% year on year. You're quite a large company now, but you help really small companies. So you almost get both to see both sides of the coin. So what kind of... Um, techniques do you see customers, particularly obviously of Send in Blue, your your platform, using as a small micro business or personal brand business? What do you see them using that allows them to have the same kind of impact? What kind of email marketing techniques and I suppose technologies are they tapping, are we tapping into? So we can have that sort of ability without having to have the massive costs and the massive teams. Yeah, so I mean, Send and Blue is really about the small businesses. Um, you know, this is where we come from. We started as a small business ourselves. We know all the struggles that our customers go through, and that's really top of our mind when we create our product and we try to help our customers. We, you know, we offer customer service twenty four seven for free to the customers. So it's really, you know, our product is built for for this uh, vertical of of customers. Um, so coming to your question, um, I mean, every marketer's dream is to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with their customers. I, if I, you know, Kennedy, if, if I want something from you, I'd shoot you a personal email, a one-on-one -on -one email. And the likelihood that you'll answer is pretty high, right? But if you get a, you know, an email blast from me that is targeted 100,000 contact at the same time, the likelihood they'll open and you'll answer and interact is very, very low. Um, so what you want to do as a small business, and hopefully you're not that small that you can actually do everything by hand one-on-one, -on -one, you want to set up automations and workflows. So you almost get to that one-on-one -on -one conversation and you can really, you know, segment and target your audience. And uh, according to their past behavior, you can send highly targeted content that's super relevant uh, to the customer. Cool. I know one of the things that you guys do at Send in Blue, and this is like super important for, for serving your business, is to make sure that like when people come into your business, like they sign up to, to use the software or they've been using it for a while and they're starting to use it more often, you want to make sure that you're sending them different stuff depending on what they've done so far. So for example, if somebody created an account today and then they got distracted by something and they haven't sent an email for a period of time, you're going to want to, and you have systems that will jump in there and remind them to come and use it. And likewise, if they're doing a really great job, job of sending emails, then you might now jump in and say, hey, do you know we also have this really advanced other, other feature? You should probably go and check that out. And I think that, that approach, even for somebody who doesn't have a software business, I think that approach of being able to pay attention, like you just said, to their past behavior and then follow up to make sure that you're constantly moving them along like the, the milestones that you need your customers to go on is really important. And you described it when we, were, when we spoke before as being a bit like, you know, like this, this tree sort of diagram. I'm curious, how did you start to, if somebody sat there with a piece of paper or a flip chart or a whiteboard and they want to draw this out in their business, how did you like, how did you guys and your team start pulling that idea together of rooting out that journey? Well, it depends on what degree you want to go into, right? If you, you can go really deep and then the tree gets pretty complicated and branched out, but I, I think that's not even necessary for, for all customers, but you make sure to, you know, to have a couple of branches, cluster your, your customers by their behavior and their, well, different ways to come up with that. And one is 
probably you know your customers really well and you know um, what they do, what they like. Um, so you can just already create workflows based on your intuition first, then you test them, then you optimize them, and then you change them. If you have data at hand, use that data, right? If you, if you have some customer clusters, maybe based on past behavior, that's something that they bought and, and you know they're, they're different, then use that data to, to create workflows based on these attributes. Um, one easy way is to, to uh, cluster by this stage they're in. Are they pre-conversion? Have they already converted? Do you want to retain them? Do you want to upsell them? Do you want to reactivate them? These are some series that you can easily implement. And uh, a lot of cases, they're pre-built workflows for that even, so you don't even have to worry about that too much. Uh, but still, they're super powerful. I love it. I love. It. I was, I was going to go into what are some because you see a lot of automations. You see a lot of these incredibly they're called workflows. You see a lot of all these things. What are some of the things that you think small businesses? You would say like if you were going to set up a new workflow every month for the next year, what do you think? Like pick one, do it each month, have a better business. What are the ones that people should? You go. People always forget this one. Or you should definitely have these because there's definitely a welcome series that we've talked about before. Um, what else? After we've gotten through that welcome, uh, welcome to my world, welcome to my email list. What should be the next things that we definitely have? And we should we should be building out. Yeah. So when they first sign up, make sure to nurture them to to educate them about whatever you're selling, maybe your product or whatever your service make sure to always keep them engaged and have them interact with you, right? That's very important. And after the conversion, it's still very important, very easy to, to retain these customers, to upsell these customers. So these are the kind of series I would, the workflows that I would implement. Um, and I've seen them being super successful, having extremely high open rates of 40% and conversion rates and, and, you know, very, very good conversion rates. <laughs> and um, so it's, it's, it's really, I, I think these are the ones that you have to have, the must have workflows, the West must have automations um, that will really bring you immediate benefit as well. I love this. So as we're starting to, um, to to build our email, I know that obviously Sending Blue also has a bunch of other stuff that fits into it in terms of live chat capability and, and the other bits, which I'm not going to spoil. I'm going to let you talk about that. Where does the, where do you see the, obviously email marketing is widely attributed as being the highest ROI marketing activity that businesses do, et cetera, um, in terms of dollar, dollar in, dollar out, dollar out, dollar back in again. How would you say that these other really important tools start to fit alongside email in terms of maintaining relationships? How do we like because use them together yeah for for send and blue as well you know email marketing we we came from the email marketing side um email marketing is still the the large majority of where our revenue comes from so it's it's the most important tool that we provide but over the years we've had it we've added uh, other channels such as you know SMS marketing, um, a landing page builder, a live chat that you already mentioned, a CRM. Um, and it becomes really powerful when you combine these channels together. So you might have information from one channel that you want to reuse in another channel. You might know somebody converted in your web shop and you want to send them a follow-up email to rate your product, for example, right? That's where it becomes powerful. 
and um, that's what you want to do eventually. Uh, talking about the live chat, I think it's an it's an interesting topic, especially for for smaller businesses, because you want to stay in the conversation. You want to have a lot of touch points with your customers. So uh, the live chat enables you, especially also in the combination with with emails, um, you know, to to increase that one on one interaction. And that's, I think it's interesting and something that bigger players are not as easy. They, they can't really replicate that because you might answer something on the chat. And that again, is very, very personal and um, it gives you the authenticity and it again, will, will increase your, your success. It's really interesting to think about the idea of integrating, say live chat, which is really good for quite far down the buyer intent uh, journey for for a customer. Either they're just about to buy and they want to know, oh, does it fit into my thing? Does it have the right, you know, a very high buyer intent, or it's the post-purchase follow-up of where the hell's my parcel or how do I access the thing I've paid for, you dirty rotten scammer on the internet, or or whatever that might be, or can I have a refund if it's, if, if something's gone, gone pear-shaped? So it's really interesting to think about integrating the live chat with with your with your email marketing and and it's one of those things you think somebody pops up and to see that all in one view is is pretty important i guess yeah definitely it's it's very powerful if you if you combine it well um and it brings together you know two aspects which is more of a customer support aspect on the on the live chat versus the marketing um aspect when you send emails but it can also be transactional on the email side. So it's in the end, it's it's not that different after all. And I would say it's all part of the of the human interaction that you want to create and the experience that you want to create. Um, combining that and you know seeing if somebody has chatted before with you and, and using that data to improve your email marketing after it makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Um, so that's really what we try to encourage. And I think it, it really can improve your email marketing as well. I think it's awesome. I think this idea, I mean, if my big takeaway from the episode really is about how do we look at that bottom of the funnel stuff, which is about live chat and how does that interact in really deepening and personalizing that relationship? And okay, it might not be you personally as the business owner who can be glued to the live chat all the time. I think people expect you to probably have an assistant, all that, all that kind of thing. But it, and to integrate that with your email marketing as another channel, I think is really, really super powerful. I'm about to move on to the next section, but I want to make sure there's nothing, no burning questions from Rob before I do. No, I just love the fact that this all falls so neatly in line with the concept that we talk about, about being 3D, the idea of being everywhere, omnipresent, whatever you want to call it, we call it being 3D. And again, that's just one of those massive advantages you have as a small business is it's, it's much easier to be everywhere and to be, make sure all of your marketing is aligned and all of your email comes from the same personality, the same voice, because it's you writing it. When you've got a team of 400 people and more than one person sending emails, that, that's a more complicated thing to keep in line. So this is really powerful. Really powerful. So, okay, let's move into this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. Okay, Stefan, I'm really excited to share this one with everyone. So tell us the story about this subject line. All right. It's a little experimental. So, but still, I know you do this every time. So I, I wanted to come up with something a little extraordinary. So the subject line of the week is the intentionally broken subject line. Okay. So that means, you know, 
you put a huge mistake in your subject line. For example, you send out a mass mailing without a subject line, empty subject line, or, you know, you make a huge spelling mistake or a completely wrong subject line doesn't make any sense to the, to the audience. Why? Because it will create an amazing, incredible amount of, of awareness. And everybody will wonder, what did they do? I mean, of course, it obviously seems like a, a big mistake but you know people will click like crazy <laughs> and they will open the email um of course consider you know there might be some impact on your brand and so on and maybe it's not for everybody um, but i've seen very successful campaigns some being intentional some being an intention unintentional um, and the good thing is you can even follow up like two hours later apologizing maybe giving a 10 percent discount code um, and this way you even have two touch points the same day and maybe the discount code that you wanted to initially already send, you package it in this whole story. Um, so it's a little tricky. And like I said, maybe not for everybody, but it's, it's definitely an interesting approach. I love it. I love it. One thing, one thing I think you can really pull from that is even if you don't, even if you're not going to use that structure or that technique or that strategy as a campaign is actually when you do genuinely drop the ball and make a mistake, because let's face it, we're all human with fingers and therefore it happens. Um, like it's okay. To, you don't have to sit in panic and say, Oh my God, I sent an email out and it had a mistake in it, or I forgot to put the subject line in or any of that stuff. You don't have to worry about it. You just have to deal with it and just, you know, just get, get back out there, drop them an email, apologize, use it as a marketing thing. Um, and then that's really powerful. So if you don't do it as a structured campaign like that, at least uh, take the comfort of knowing that when you do mess it up it's okay it is that's an awesome subject, subject line, line of the week, week. subject line, line of, of the week, week. absolutely love this uh, for people who want to find out more about you guys at send in blue uh, i've probably just answered the question but tell us uh, where do we go how do we find you yeah go to sendinblue.com uh, follow us on on twitter on LinkedIn, you know, we're everywhere. If you want to get in touch with me, um, LinkedIn is the best place to find me, Stefan Schimbesta there. Um, so we, we create a lot of content. We, we launched a Send in Blue Academy where you, you know, get some email marketing courses as well for free, just basics, but it's, it's quite, quite interesting. You get a little certificate in the end as well. So these are the places where you can find us. Absolutely, and that blog is awesome. We've been featured on it, featured on it at least yeah. twice, which is it just shows you not all of their content's amazing, but at least it's nice. I'm joking; it is all amazing content. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for being on the show, Stefan. Thanks for having me. Thinking about live chat now. Just thinking, how do we integrate that? Email.